0: Want to remind you that when we say guarding the gateways of your soul, it's just not about an energy of defense or protection. Uh, it is about protection more than being on the defense, right? Um, because you limit and you protect the access to those things that are sacred and valuable to you. Listen, you protect and you limit access to those things that are valuable to you. And so wherever you're listening from right now, this morning, I want to tell you and remind you that you hold great value, that you hold great value. The fact that God created you out of all the angels and the cherubims and the seraphims that worship at the throne of God, the archangels, Michael and Gabriel, God cared enough to open the passageway for you to enter this dimension, to enter this world. And he gave you a, physical body to maneuver in this 3D dimension that we're in. Mm, That's how valuable you are to God. That's how great what God has placed on the inside of you is that the angels could not accomplish it, but he decided to send Jasmine in, Human flesh to give Jasmine a body in which to interact, decided to give Christine a body in which to interact in this space and Yolanda a body to interact in this dimension. Out of all of the angels at the throne, worshiping God all day and all night, he placed you here with something in mind. And so this physical body that God has given us comes with great responsibility. It comes with great responsibility. With this physical body, we have the ability to impact our soul and our spirit through the choices we make regarding how we use this vessel. And so I want to encourage you to protect and honor that which is sacred. And so reminding you that last week we talked about the eye gates. I just want to put that scripture up on the screen that kind of Helped us understand how important the eyes were were to us. Matthew 6 and 22. Hopefully you read it this week in your study. But the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. Tells us that the eye impacts the rest of the body. That the whole body reaps the benefits, whether good or bad from what is received through the eye gates catch that but today we're going to shift our from our eye gates to another gate which is our mouth our mouth somebody say our mouth right we said anywhere there was a hole is a gateway um and this allows passageway to our throat and through our vocals how we breathe what are the ways we breathe um we need our mouth in order to speak and so it's a gate we need to properly know how to use um, our voice and our throat. And so this gate is bi-directional. bi-directional. What do I mean by this? This gate is a two-way gate in the physical dimension. What do I mean? In the physical dimension in our eyes, we see. We don't send information through our eye with our eyes. With our ears, we hear it's one way in. One directional, right? We don't send energy out with our ears. We don't speak through our ears. We only receive with our eyes and our ears. But with our mouth gate, it's bidirectional. We receive and we give. And um, because of our dependency with our throat center, uh, it's very important how we handle this particular gate. For example, we take food in, we receive through this gate, right? Not the only thing that we take in, but that's an example of how we take things in with this gate. A second way is that uh, we communicate verbally. That's sending energy out. You're sending energy out. And so this gate can be overused on both the receiving and the giving end. It can be one-sided use, right? Not used correctly on the receiving and giving end. Overeating, eating the wrong things, consistently impacts the vessel and the cells in our body. We can also overstress this gait by over overusing our voice, over speaking, um, overuse of our throat. Um, times when we should be quiet, but we're talking. Um, we can also suppress this gait, over suppress this gate, meaning not verbalizing things that need to be verbalized, or even sometimes adults can make children suppress. This gate consistently, or in relationships, we can suppress our gate, our mouth gate, just to keep things going along and happy. But this is also a gate, it is a major and important gate because it's connected to the endocrine systems and the glands in our body. It is one of those gates that's connected to major glands in our body, and it is also the gate that is closest to our heart center. The gate that is closest to our heart center. So many times if we have pain and unresolved issues in our heart, when this gate is activated, all of that stuff just comes up and comes out to people around us. And it may not have anything to do with them. So it's important that we understand how how pivotal this gate is for us. I'm going to put a scripture up on the screen. I know I just said a lot, but for some of you, you're getting what I'm saying because It's just right for you to get this message. And so I'm gonna put Luke 6 and 45 up on the screen. And I want you guys to write this down. And I want you to read this passage this week and study this passage this week. Luke 6 and 45. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. And the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth Speaks. Listen, the mouth is the gate that we can activate that is closest to our heart. And so, whatever's in our heart, if we talk long enough, it's going to come up and out. And so, when we have unresolved pain, unresolved issues with people, uh, with situations, not dealing with things, it's going to come up and out like garbage coming out to others. I hope you're getting it this morning. But the Bible says in many places that our mouth reveals the contents of our hearts. What is in us is going to eventually come out. All right. Okay. So what does this mean for us today as the Firm Foundation Church family? I just shared some principles with you. But now I want to take it further for you. God is calling us to recalibrate how we use this gate as it relates to our spiritual practice. Break it down. There's a time for verbal expression of worship in our devotion and in our spiritual practice. There's a time and place for this, right? There's a time to praise. There's a time to sing. That's why we have a worship ministry, music ministry. Oh, and they do that well. Praise and sing. There's a time to audibly pray. There's a time to journal. There's a time to even listen to your favorite preachers or your pastor um, on YouTube. There's a time for all of that. But notice what I want you to understand, that those are an inward, outward expression, right? Praising and singing is an inward, outward expression. Praying is an inward, outward expression, journaling you're activating gates from inward and the 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 energy is going out of you to god right okay but here's what i want you to understand have you ever seen two people arguing what i mean is when people are talking over each other that's when i really call arguing sometimes we have intense conversations i don't consider that arguing but when two people start talking over each other right They're both trying to talk at the same time. They're both sending energy out from them at the same time, which means they've activated a gate to send out, but they have not activated their gate to hear, to receive, right? Communication requires giving and receiving. And many of us in our spiritual practice with God, we're only sending out. We're only sending out and we will not make room to receive from God, okay? So we can't speak and hear at the same time. And for some of us in our spiritual practice, we never be, we're never quiet, right? We never sit still. We want to adorn and tell God how much we love him. Yes, 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 yes. There's time and a place for all of that. But there's also the flip side of the coin that we need to sit down and be still and hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to us directly. Sometimes we're overstimulating our gates in one direction in our spiritual practice. And so if you're only sending outwards and you are not leaving room to receive spiritual practice is about giving and receiving. Okay. One of the biggest transformations that I see as a spiritual coach Um, in my client's life is that when they finally learn how to meditate, right? And I mean, deactivate all of their gates and open up their spirit to hear from God. In our tradition, I'll have to say this, our our Christian tradition, sometimes we've been taught that prayer is just about talking to God. It is about talking to God, but it is not a one-way conversation you have to leave silence and time to hear from God. We often miss this meditative component of prayer. Hello, this is Eva. I hope that you enjoyed that snippet from The Gateways of Your Soul, which was a sermon given at the Firm Foundation Church on Sunday, October the 10th, 2021. That was part two of the message. You can find the full message on our YouTube channel. But if you've been blessed by this snippet, I do pray that you would go to the Firm Foundation Church Dot com and click eGiving and support our growing ministry. You can support the church that way, but also you're helping support my personal ministry, which is largely in part at the Firm Foundation Church and also help us support this podcast, our YouTube channel, and all of the other mediums in which we get the word and the teaching, teachings of the principles of Jesus out across the globe. Have a good week. Bye-bye.